Welcome in to the Section 109 podcast. That's right. You're listening to the voice of Jay Buchanan, your host and producer. On Twitter, you can find me at J underscore Buchanan. And on Instagram, you can find me at letter J. I'm finally back after a bunch of traveling. My work made me go to multiple cities I didn't want to go to because every time it was on a Monday, so I couldn't podcast. Anyways, with me is my lovely... Uh, we normally call him a distinguished guest co-host, but at this point, he's just a co-host. And as I always do, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Who are you? It's Smitty. You can also find me on Twitter at a Smitty Knows. A Smitty Knows. It's awesome, man. I've, I've been missing. I, when's the last? What's the last podcast you were on? It was a month ago. It was Thomas and Sheldon. Yeah. It's just been way too long. It's been forever. Yeah, so we just wanted to bring some awesome segments. We have our beloved That's So NPSL segment, and then we have an incredible interview for you guys. Who, who's on the Who's on the interview with us tonight? So we have Max Vilshry and Marcus Smartzog. Vilshry, and we both try to, um, well, I did. I tried to pronounce his hometown. I didn't. Um, yeah. Cause for sure. Marcus's hometown, right? Anyways, let's just get straight into this and let's get the pod. You ready? Let's do it. So what you guys can't see because this is a podcast and you can't see anything is the way we dance before every single That's So MPSL segment because we all love that theme song. So this is my favorite one for yeah. sure. Same here. Okay, so like we always say, that's when PSL is not bound to the NPSL. Um, just like CFC. Ooh, sorry. Oh. Anyways, I want to bring you um, a hilarious story that Matt um, put in our group chat that you're not a part of, Smitty. So Smitty doesn't know about I this I feel at so all. excluded right now. Yeah, but you're in your own. Like well, you, sure. have, you have your own personal one, you yeah. know? So this comes from the National League in England. Okay. It is the fifth tier of English football. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out a, a Twitter thread here from a club called Ye Oval Town. Have you ever heard of them? Ye Oval Town, yeah. Ye Oval Town? I don't even know how to say so it. So I, I love FIFA, um, oh. and I, will, I'll, I always do a career mode every year where I take a team from the fourth division. Oh, wow. That's um, incredible. And then I take them up and win the Champions League with them over however many seasons it has to be. Um, so what, I've definitely seen Yeovil what before. Co- what country can you not do that in? America. Yeah, exactly. The United yeah. States. Okay, anyways. So, the 84th minute. So, how do you say it? Yeovil? Yeah. Yeovil Town is up 3-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I'm going to read the tweet from the 84th minute. 84th dash. The referee has, no joke, just sent off one of our ball boys. 85 dash, update, he has dismissed all of them. So the referee, I, I, nothing, there's no details in here, but the referee literally has dismissed every ball boy of <laughs> Yobel Town. So I'm just wondering what happened. We need to do yeah, some, I need some, some more in-depth. Yes, but... My favorite part, 90th minute, Yeovil Town tweets, the referee runs to get the ball for Adam Smith in parentheses because he sent all the ball boys off. So the referee's out there shagging balls. So he, that's very MPSL. 
So that's that's very NPS. Just makes me think of teams that literally don't have ball boys. Yeah. In the NPS. Thank you, Vanarama National League. <laughs> so what that makes me think of though uh, is when in Bruce Arena was the coach for the U.S. Men's National Team mm-hmm. the second time around, and he would always give the ball boys instructions. Yeah. And he would yell at the ball boys as well. So he would have them, if we want to pick up the pace, he would be yelling at them, play quicker, play quicker, play quicker, or slow it down. He would yell at the ball boys, hold on, like, take your time, don't uh, don't rush it. Do you think that's MPSL, or do you think that's, like, proficient? Oh, I mean, it's just, it's tactical. It is. So, I, and, yeah. and, you know, what that makes me think of is the um, Liverpool versus Barcelona Champions League game. Yeah. Because they literally... In the game where they lost, what was it? They lost four nothing or three nothing to Barca, and then they came back and won. Mm-hmm. So it was three nothing, and they came back and won four nothing. By the so, way, Barcelona is so good at blowing first leg Champions League games. Very true. Like they'll they'll get a three nothing, four nothing lead. They did the same thing against PSG, and then just collapse in the second game. Shart the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so they noticed they did notice that uh, Barca was being absolutely lackadaisical. Um, when it came to setting up for set pieces on defense. So they had a talk with their ball boys saying, hey, we need balls ASAP. And what happens? Origi's sitting yep. there and has Quick that start. beaut. So it's anyways, um, just uh, like Caleb Cole, I want to give a shout out to all the boys, the ball boys out all there. All the ball boys. Representing. Caleb Cole, Marcus Marzak. <laughs> so... Also, special shout out to Matt Coniglio, who is the CFC practice ball boy. He is the CFC practice ball boy, and he takes it very seriously. So I've never seen anybody take his duties more serious. He calls himself like an assistant, assistant coach. He's for sure just a glorified ball boy, but I I appreciate the effort and the passion that he puts into that that role. We love you, Matt. So we have our interview now. It's just me and Smitty. I'm going to toss this to Smitty, and we're going to get started. Yeah, so we've got the wonderful striker, Max Vilshry, and the wonderful midfielder, fullback, winger. Pretty sure you played striker at one point in the season, too. I did, yeah. (laughs) Marcus Marzak. (laughs) How's your guys' night going? Everything fine. Um, I mean, we are enjoying it here with you guys. Yeah, it's going pretty well. Yeah, the unexpected Drive, car ride. Driving through <laughs> Chattanooga yeah. and experiencing the city in a truck. <laughs> I appreciate you making that sound a lot better than it was. <laughs> I, uh, I forgot my SD cards at work. So. It was a lot of ex- expletives and then like, okay, guys, we've got to go get the <laughs> We're taking a ride. 100%. So... Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about um, just your guys' time growing up. Like, how did you get started in soccer, and then what what was your soccer journey? So, um, for me, I started playing soccer, I think, with five or six years old. And um, my first coach was actually my dad. So, he coached me for several years. It's, um, it was five minutes away from home, and... Um, yeah, it was, I think, like the first seven years or something like that. So, um, yeah, he was very motivated with me too. And like, <laughs> um, 
angry a lot too. Like it was it was a special relationship, uh, let's say it like that. And um, after this, I got um, an offer from yeah from a, a academy club, let's say it like that. It's it's a little bit different in Germany than it is uh, here in America. And Marcus, what part of Germany did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Bavaria, in the uh, in Regensburg. So that's the city. It's <laughs> okay. it's it's kind of say, say that again. Regensburg. That's nice. Awesome. Uh, I like it. Can you can you can you say it too? Regensburg. Yeah. Uh, did I butcher that? Uh, too bad. Almost, almost like that. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> you did way better than I'd be able to do. So <laughs> we'll just we'll just go with that. And yeah, then. Um, we had also like some national tournaments and stuff like that so that was a little bit higher um level and uh you want to hear everything of my story or <laughs> whatever you want to share <laughs> okay well he has a lot to share i mean he's so old so. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I experienced some things yeah um Let's say like that. Okay, my first um, setback. Let's go there. Um, it was, I think, it was. Um, I was going to the under nineteenth, and um, the um, youth director. Um, he didn't like my style of play, so he decided, hey, you know, um, I don't want him to be in the academy um, anymore. So um, I had to leave this club. What and club? It was Jan Regensburg. Okay. Um, they're in the second division now in germany and yeah that was maybe was actually like the first bigger setback setback for me and um but i came back and played played um for the same club four years later for this for the second team and um like it's it, it's my home it's my home club it's it's the professional club in my hometown in ringsburg and um, as I was growing up there, I was um, <laughs> like Caleb, kind of, kind of like Caleb here, like the ball boy and, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. and picking Love up the balls yeah. and was a supporter, was, was in the stadium almost every game. So um, I loved this club, was a supporter and a player. And um, yeah, then at some time I was lucky enough that um, they gave me a chance at the, at the first team there. And... Yeah, uh, so that actually was my um, debut for um, for this club, like in a, in a professional league, and yeah, that's uh, that's actually even more Where, than what just a, a youth level, right? What what division <laughs> were they in when you when you uh, made your debut? Uh, it was the third division there, that's and awesome. um, we uh, got promoted this year. So I, I actually played just one game in the whole season. So um, I had yeah, my better than nothing, <laughs> but you played. It was better yeah, than nothing, huge. yeah. I played one game and then I got sick and then I didn't play anymore. I just trained ah. with them, but it's also it was a it was a great experience, um, and yeah, uh, the the year after this, I we we got promoted. Um, I got not many games. I had one game. It was against Bayern Munich. It was like um, one of the games I will never forget. I think it was yeah. in the German Cup. Wow, um, that was pretty cool, and then I got lucky to yeah get a new coach. Like we had, I think we had seven coaches in um, maybe a year or something <laughs> like that. So it was it was crazy. Wow, and, um, we got a new coach, and um, I was lucky enough that he wants me to play for him. And it was actually kind of like this season. So I started as a six. Um, as, as a center midfielder and then I ended up playing outside back at some time. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, that was my journey in Germany, actually. That's great. <laughs> so I- so a, a lot of people uh, will come through school to come here. Yeah. Um, yeah that's what I did. So what, what was your journey to CFC? Like, how did you get connected with yeah. the club? So uh, my first intention was to um, get a master degree here. Um, so that was the first intention. I actually met a friend on a wine festival <laughs> in my hometown. And we talked so about it. <laughs> 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 yeah, we talked about it. It was like, because he, he said, yeah, he's going over to the US to um, make his master degrees and um, he can play soccer there. And uh, it's so cool. And so I decided, huh, can be a good idea for me too. So um, I, I want to try it too. But it didn't work out. Um, but the company I worked with um, said, hey, um, we have a club there in West Palm Beach. So um, do you want to try it or not? It's just for three months, like for an NPSL season. That was last year. And my coach there was Peter Fuller. So <laughs> that was my connection to Chattanooga. Nice. And um, yeah, so I ended up here playing the first games. And yeah, that's and cool. Your first game was Detroit, correct? It was Comunicaciones. Comunicaciones. And um, yeah, then I came back for Detroit. And scored that screamer. <laughs> yeah. <it> was <laughs> That's one of the best goals ever. Yeah, for real. Because, um, you know, uh, one of the hosts on the show, Matt, was actually doing commentary in the booth. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, he was like, I guess they had some people from Detroit. Or they were, maybe they were from the NPSL. But he was, like, in the middle of being like, yeah, thanks. And Smarzog. Like, <laughs> right as you put that screamer up in the, up in the top bins. It was beautiful. So let, let's transition to Max. Yeah, absolutely. So Max, you know, similar, tell us tell us your story. I know you went a little bit of a different route. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I started playing soccer when I was three or four years old. And to be honest, I started as a goalkeeper, but I, <laughs> I wasn't really good and I didn't like it. So I started crying a lot when I had to play in goal. That's hilarious <laughs> because you always hear like goalkeepers or former strikers. You never hear about strikers yeah, that were true. former goalkeepers. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know why I wanted to be a goalkeeper to be first, but then I didn't like it at all. So I changed into playing as a forward and I really liked it a lot. And I played in my home team for about seven or eight years. And then where'd you grow up? Oh, I grew up uh, in Bremen. Okay. It's like close to Hamburg. Yeah. Uh, what's the team there? With Werder the Bremen. Yeah, Werder Bremen. Yeah, yeah but I man. didn't play for Bremen because my family moved then. We moved to Bielefeld. Um, and then I got an offer from the academy in Bielefeld. I played for the academy team in Bielefeld, cool. which is also a second division team. And I played there, I would say, four years in the academy from under 16 to under 19. And I had a pretty good under 19 years uh, in the first Yaus division, and I got promoted to the first team, uh, to the second division team. But unfortunately, the coach didn't really like me. He didn't really like young players. He only wanted to play with older players. So I spent the whole year with them, but I didn't get any chances to play at all. But I mean, it was a great experience to practice like with the players every day and get to know them and get to learn from them. So. After the season, I went to a fourth division team and I played there two years. But I didn't want to stay my whole life like in Germany and play like in fourth or third division. I wanted to get to know new experience and new soccer styles and new cultures. And that was like one of the reasons why I 
came to America and I heard about uh, the college system in America and I got pretty interested in it. So I contacted a company and I worked with them together. And in the end, I got a pretty good offer. I got a full scholarship from Old Dominion University in Virginia in Norfolk. And I played there the last couple, uh, the last two years in Division One. And I had a pretty good uh, last year. I scored 13 goals and seven assists in 18 games. Wow. And I was ranked uh, sixth nationally in total points. Wow. So, um, and I got following up after I graduated from ODU. Uh, I went to Seattle Sounders and spent the preseason with them for three weeks. But as an, it was a great experience. But as an international, it's tough to get a spot for because like, most teams they want experienced mm -hmm. pros and i mean i came right off college and yeah then i got contacted by peter fuller too uh, he worked actually with the same company uh, marcus worked and i they, they contacted me over instagram the, con the company because they're germans so uh, i was talking to them just for fun like a little bit what so <laughs> what's the name of that company uh varubi sports yeah shout out to them because i, I always do it as like waruby because i'm american <laughs> and uh they they shout us out on instagram all the time because we have like posted things with you guys yeah. in the past and i always see them reposting stuff that we put up with you guys so yeah they're really gonna cool. do they're That's doing awesome. a great work I and mean, they they're not yeah. they have like multiple things they're doing on they're doing college recruiting they're helping um, guys from germany to come into college like they tried with marcus and also they're doing sports travel when americans they're coming out of college they want to play like professional in america or they want to play professional in other countries they have the connections and help them and they're also doing camps all over in america and they had i think over the summer they had um some dfb elite summer camps in yeah. florida where they flew in german professional coaches from the first and second division in germany so yeah they're doing awesome stuff it's like pretty cool so they had they had the contact with Peter Fuller. They know Peter Fuller and they told him about me. And I guess Peter Fuller got interested in me and he called me. And I said, Chanuga, I mean, I looked you guys up on, uh, <laughs> 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 I looked you guys up on Instagram and on Facebook and the fans. I mean, pff, you, could, you just can't love them. And I wanted to play in front of those fans. So I came to the game to Comunicaciones. And it was an unreal atmosphere, and I, I, I knew right away I want to stay here, I want to play here, and luckily I got the contract, and yeah, now I'm here. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that seems to be a popular route for a lot of players these days. I, uh, I follow a couple of those companies on Instagram, like I think the one biggest one, um, we used to have a player um, named Darwin Lom. Uh, he went to NIU in Florida, but um, he's from... Uh, Rome, Georgia, and he um, went to Lisbon recently with Soccer Visa, which is one, another one of those companies. So it's been really my first ever like time seeing those type of companies that do that kind of like intercontinental uh, like oper soccer opportunity. Like I, I guess like connections is the best way to put it. They know people. You play. You learn from them. And I think that's a that's a really cool setup. And it's it's really cool to to like get that perspective, especially from two guys who have you know been connected through that I mean, for sure for us it's pretty good because they're germans too and they play the all i think they're like seven or eight guys in that company right now and they all played college soccer here in america and they most of them they had to do the stuff by their own like 
with the visa stuff and contacting coaches and all that stuff. And then they, after college, they founded uh, the company. And I mean, it's pretty helpful. I mean, for especially for young kids in Germany who wants to go over to uh, America and play college soccer. I mean, they help you a lot. Yeah, also for me, I I mean, I, I couldn't be here um, without them. I mean, I didn't know anybody here in the US. <laughs> I had no clue about anything. So, um, yeah, they they really help and they're they're doing a great job. Now here you are hanging out in my guest room podcasting, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> your, your dreams have come true. Oh, yes. So, so for anybody that doesn't know, probably the best, not probably, the best youth development system in the world is in Germany. Um, so will you guys spend, will you guys just tell us a little bit about that? Like maybe what are some of the differences between, um, the youth system in America and, and, you know, how you grew up, um, and learned soccer in Germany? Yeah. Um, so in Germany, I think one of the major points is that we have some, um, yeah, regional, how do you how would you say it like the DFB Stützpunkt regional support system from um, from the National Federation Soccer Federation, and um, they're scouting really in, in every every small town yeah. actually, and um, even as a young kid you have one time a week uh, you have training with like the best kids of uh, out of your city or out of the region, and. So yeah, that's yeah. also a difference. Um, we have acad- like kind of academies too, and they're gonna start playing when they're six or seven years old, like the best players when they, the, at their age, they're playing in academies. But also at the same time, when you're not like good enough for playing in the academy, we have like what Marcus said, regional teams for all the other, for other us best players in the regions who can play in regional teams yeah. when you can't play academy. Okay. So they still play on a high level, like under the academy system when they're playing for their hometown clubs, for the smaller clubs, like the best players from each smaller town clubs, they play in the regional team and they're going to play other regions and they have like a whole um, German championship for that too. That's awesome. So um, what's, what's different as far as the coaching? Um, hmm. what's different? Um, like you mean it's especially in the youth system yeah. or, um, in coaching, what's different there? Good I mean, like question. I mean, wise or yeah, just the, just what, what you get from the coaches. So I think, I think a lot of, um, work we are doing in Germany is, um, also the youth level is tactically. Yeah. Um, so, um, they really try to um, to to yeah build like build up um, a team. Like I think um, the the huge difference is that here you're more looking at the players at individuals mm. um, in the youth level especially. And in Germany we are really we are starting from from very very early age um, to focus on the team um, to to build this yeah team tactics to to really know hey when the guy in front of you steps out what you have to do um and i think that's that's actually yeah. a big difference I would, here. I would say too so i i can also chime in a little bit even though like i have no um tell us about clue. all of your german <laughs> well, <laughs> so, I, I, so i actually have been trained by wolfsburg 
Oh, Sick. so they come in uh, every year. They you know they have a deal with CFC, yeah. so they yeah. they train with um, OGA and they also train with the academy. So a lot of it is conceptual, but uh, the players don't realize that they're doing it conceptually. Like they're they're learning conceptually because it's so much fun. So they 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 have like games that you play that they're they taught us essentially to set up an environment where they have fun. Yeah, and the players learn without realizing that they're learning what what they are at that time. So it's less stressful on them, but they're growing as not only individuals but as a team, like you're saying. Yeah. So I think that's incredible, and just to have to have you guys come over and to to see the difference when you when you see you know players who have been through that system and then they come to America and they come into a soccer system and you can tell that they they think differently and they play differently. It's it's, it's just proof in the pudding when you see it on the field. That's awesome. Thanks. That's so good. So this is this is my favorite thing to talk about. So, um, like, so I was te- I was telling you guys earlier, like, <laughs> no, not actually, no. Um, this is how much I love this topic. Um, so I started playing soccer a year ago. So I'm not I'm not very good at all. He has improved vastly, though. I'll give him <laughs> really. That. What position are you playing? Uh, anything, anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm well, we primarily. I'm the, har- play, I'm the hard worker. We primarily yeah. play futsal. Yeah. So, oh. and and that's the thing about people who come in with his skill level. You have to teach them. It's not about positioning. Mm-hmm. Everybody plays everywhere. Yeah. So, so I played basketball growing up. So a lot of like, like technically wise, like thinking about the game, it's very similar because it's five on five. You guard mm-hmm. somebody man to man. Defensively, it's pretty similar. So, I've been able to play defense well, but. I played defense really well when I played basketball, but my favorite thing to do when I played basketball was talk trash. <laughs> Always talking trash. And that, that has definitely translated into the soccer game. I love to get in people's heads, draw them into fouls and stuff. Yeah. So. Even when we scrimmage as friends. <laughs> I think it's the that's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. Probably. And, and what's even better is I'm so bad. Uh, I, I still, I, I will never stop talking. Um, so... So thinking about you guys on the field, do you guys talk trash at all? Um, Max, you, you definitely do. Like <laughs> I think trash. so, too. I think, I think that's a question for Max. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on the defender, um, especially, like, in the first or second minute, how he's going to react to me, like, when he's directly starting, like, pushing me a little bit, or depends, like, really how he's playing, and then I'm going to talk trash to him for sure. But... Let's me say when he's a nice guy, uh, then I they're d- cuddling them. <laughs> yeah, they're like the after the game. But <laughs> no, then I'm I mean, I'm gonna still play hard against him, but I won't talk trash to him because I respect him as a person. Then, but if it's like a let me say like a dickhead who's playing uh, as a center back or somewhere else on the field, then I'm definitely gonna talk trash to him and tell him a little bit of my story. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so what's the craziest thing anybody's ever said to you guys? I mean, they're all scared of me, so <laughs> nobody's doing like, much stress <laughs> to me. But <laughs> no, I can't really can't remember. I mean, there's me so much either. words on the field. I mean, and actually, you forget it after yeah. a second. I mean, probably like just I'm gonna fuck you up or yeah, pff, yeah, like the like the bullshit. But it's <laughs> <laughs> never gonna do that. But yeah, trying to get inside your head. Yeah, try yeah. to put that mental block, which I'm terrible at. I mean, the best thing is again scoring a goal after this and then celebrating with front of him. So, yeah. and he's gonna get really mad. So, <laughs> so Jay loves the mind games. Whenever he does trash talk a little bit, yeah, I um I take a subtle approach. 
So instead of like really yelling at you and you kind of like, so if you're trying to get into my head, instead of yelling at you, I'm just like, wow, dude, you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> like, wow, that, that, really, that actually kind of hurt my feelings. And then like turn around and walk away and people are like, wow, am I actually a jerk? Yeah. Am, I, am I really mean? That's my favorite way to do it because I can explode really fast and I, and I gain nothing from it. And it also took me 28 years to figure that out. Marcus, do you not, do you not talk that much to the other team? Not really, no. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm more the because his English is not that good. Yeah, maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's because of my English. Um, well, no, well. I mean, I honestly I try to focus on my game, um, yeah. and I I love more to like if somebody is talking trash, I I like more to to hit them to um, to tackle them hard, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, and not just talking. I don't know. I, yeah. I just I just like to to show it physically. Yeah. He Is likes that? he likes to walk the walk. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't have to I don't have to talk to you. I think <laughs> Max was making fun of you for being old, so I think that's just your maturity showing. Yeah. I think so too. Thank you. You're but we know the striker egos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so thinking about this season, there've been some huge games that we've played in. Um, so thinking about uh, Comunicaciones and um, Real Betis. So what was it like playing in those big games? I mean, I love playing in those big games. I'm Especially I missed it uh, in college. I mean, you're not playing like in front of many fans or like against big teams. I mean, in Germany, I played in front of fans too. And for big, I mean, the most attendance in Germany for me was 15,000 people in a fourth division game in Germany. Wow. So, I mean, you can compare to the U.S. A- attendance. Yeah. But especially against Comunicaciones, Betis, and, I mean, Municipal too, maybe, but we didn't have, like, so many fans against that team. But especially playing um, against big teams from other big countries, it's lots of fun, and you you can learn from them, and especially against Betis when I played against Mark Batra because I'm, I'm a BVB Borussia Dortmund fan. And he played for Dortmund like one or two years ago. Yeah. So it was a great experience playing, especially also in front of our fans against those great players. And yeah. I actually was impressed. Um, <laughs> going in the first game against Comunicaciones was. Um, I mean, last year, for example, I played for maybe 50 souls. <laughs> um, so it was pretty empty. <laughs> and uh, we were actually <laughs> um, by ourselves in the, in the stadium. And then coming back here and um, playing, I don't know, over 6,000 guys and the, atmos- the atmosphere in the stadium was, was really, it was impressing. Um, I mean, uh, back in Germany, I had, I had some really great games too. Like, for example, in um, Sao Pauli, um, there were 29,000 or something and the, the atmosphere there is yeah, those Brilliant. fans are yeah. crazy in they Germany. Or also Dyna- Dynamo Dresden, they are, <laughs> they are really crazy too, or Cologne. Um, but I don't know, it was... It was, it was I, something special. It was something yeah. special, yeah. And um, also then after this, the Detroit game, I mean, for me, it was the best game so far, to be honest. Um, I loved it. And then to score the um, the game-winning goal and to celebrate with the whole stadium, that was amazing. Um, but also, um, what I felt here, it was not, what, was not only the big games, but for example, after the first two losses in the first two games in the NPSL season, 
um, hanging out in the in the brewery in the CBC and talking um, to the fans and like you really could could feel the love um, and it's not just about winning every game but it's it's I don't know it was like like unconditional support like a Ah, they, they were saying, hey, let's go. Um, doesn't matter if you win or if you lose. We are here. We are behind you guys. And um, that actually was a special feeling because <laughs> I had um, other experiences too. <laughs> in Germany, it's like different. I mean, all over yeah. the world probably it's like different on other teams. If you win, the fans love you. If you lose, they hate you. But I think here, especially here for CUC, it's like a big family who always stands together. doesn't matter if you lose or win and... Yeah, it's just awesome. I mean, we want to win every game. But yeah, that's <laughs> not what I'm saying, but, yeah. but, it, but it helps. It yeah, helps. Also, yeah, be, yeah. also, beer helps. Yeah. <laughs> beer does help. <laughs> After the it game. It helps too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Marcus, um, thinking about the Detroit goal. Um, so the keeper punches it out, right? It was a header. A header, a header okay. from a defender. Okay, so, so it pops out to you. Yeah. You chest it down. How how does it feel? How does the ball feel leaving your foot? I knew that it will. Uh, I will score. I don't know. I had this feeling. I I I could like after this touch. I had this feeling. It it's a goal for sure. And and actually during the game, I I didn't really see the goal. I I didn't really see how it like um, where where the ball um, scored the goal. But um, I don't know. I I just had this feeling as it. Um, left my foot that um, this strike has to be a goal. <laughs> shout out shout out to a really nice guy who was playing keeper Nate Steinwatcher. Sure I've talked to him a couple of times. He's a super nice guy. Oh but yeah, he is. He, he is. said the moment that left your foot, he knew. There was no he yeah. he said there was no way I could have got to that. And that he's was a good true. keeper too. He's he's a very good keeper. He is, um, yeah. He's, unless he's unless you're shooting guy. or Charlie Clark tripping <laughs> it over. <laughs> Charlie Clark. No, he's a great guy. We actually talked um in the away game in Detroit too. And he's still remembering it, and he said, "Like, <laughs> please don't do it again." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, he was. He said he was like literally the moment it left, he saw a blur of white and was diving. And next thing he knew, the ball was spinning out of the back of the net, and he was <laughs> sitting on his butt. Yeah, was a great feeling to be honest. I'm sure it was. So, Max, what's your favorite moment of the season? Uh, winning the conference. Yeah, I mean. Celebrating with the fans, a trophy, it's nothing better than that. Yeah, and like that was so good because it was such a chaotic weekend yeah. too. <laughs> it was that Nashville game was insane. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah, talk about being down in the dumps and then being on cloud nine. Could you say that one of your other favorite parts is winning the crossbar challenge? <laughs> 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 yeah, I would say that too. I mean. I was the only guy who <laughs> who um, kicked the ball against the crossbar. So, so now we can tell who has the best technique, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I mean, you can ask Marcos. We play every time uh, uh. soccer, tennis against each other. We're playing for food. Mm. So you can ask him how many times he won and how many times he lost. So, Marcus, when okay, you guys play soccer, tennis. <laughs> 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 I don't want to talk about this today because we play today. And I, I only know I got no. free food like the last three times. I, no, two, just two times. What do you? No, what do you? Time. What do you go eat when when you win or lose? What do you guys go eat? So he got pen. No, what was it? What did you get? 
we we get we play um, for Bantam and Biddy food. It's in Market City Center. We live upstairs. So shout out to Bantam and Biddy. Shout out to Bantam and Biddy. Loyal supporters of the club. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the great food. Thank you for the free food. Thank you for feeding (laughs) our players. Um, so to change up the topic a little bit, I don't know. Are you guys roommates? Nope. Who are you roommates with? Um, I'm roommate with my girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> you got his own perfect. apartment. <laughs> Not quite as pretty as Max, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Max, who are you roommates with? Uh, first, uh, my roommate was Bennett, Ben Strutz, the okay. goalkeeper from Germany, but he left, I think, shout after out like, Bennett. shout out to Bennett, who's now at Leverkusen. Uh, I think he left after three weeks, and then Weezy came into my room, and now Weezy. Shout out to Weezy. That's the homie. <laughs> He's such a good dude. Yeah, he is. I, so I feel like so. So this is a little segment we like to do on this podcast. Hey, are you guys roommates? Hey, you guys, what do you do? Literally, have we ever had roommates on the show? I think every time we ask, no, they've never been. Because Cam, Caleb, Pipe and no. Juan were roommates, but, but they, they have yeah. moved yeah. out. They they broke up. Man, <laughs> they broke up. Yeah. It's funny. You they see, just, you, they you, both decided to, <laughs> to get shacked up. Yeah. yeah. Pipe is engaged now, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Michelle. Yeah. Shout out, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is, uh, is, is Matt, if you had to, if you had to guess by going to his apartment and hanging out, is he a clean guy? And vice versa, is, is he a clean person? <laughs> so Max is, um, yeah, I'm the cleanest guy on the team. <laughs> so you can guess. He's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not, not always clean. Yeah. I mean, he tries his best, and if if chill, really if, if his girlfriend is there, he it's cleaner. So um, ah, motivation. <laughs> no, no, no. I think she's she, doing she's the work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's she right now. She's here, so she's cleaning that apartment. <laughs> now it's clean, but as soon as she's gonna leave, I think yeah, give me one or two weeks, and we'll see. it's on a good condition. <laughs> you, you need to make sure you treat her very nice for cleaning. It. I always do. All right, so we can move on to some teammate-related questions. Oh, snap. Oh, always good. So um, who's the best dancer on the squad? Bongo. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst one. <laughs> no, Bongo. Every, everybody I, I'm, seem, I'm with Bongo, too. Everybody seems to say either Bongo or Mason. But I, I see Mason Bongo. is the best raver, I would say. But Bongo is like the best Bongo. dancer. I think everybody caught a glimpse of that whenever we did win the <laughs> conference because he oh, yeah. he's always dancing yeah. in the locker room <laughs> on the field. I mean, yeah, have he's, you, he's good. Have you guys ever met anyone with as much energy as Bongo? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah. And with that much happiness. Yeah, he's so happy uh, every day. I love this guy. Yeah. A little side note about Bongo. Go back and watch the crossbar challenge that you won that we mentioned a minute ago. And look in the background for Bongo, because somebody punts a ball really high when when you hit the crossbar, like they're either mad or something, and he, out of nowhere, sprints, catches the ball with a perfect touch, touches it once, it just scoots around, and then he comes and joins you guys in a celebration. (laughs) I'll show you in a little bit. It is incredible. So if you're listening to this, go to that part, because it is uh, only because I edited it about a thousand times did I finally pick that out after like the the thousandth time, and it is absolutely amazing. So do you guys play FIFA? Yes. I didn't play for a long time, actually. He's too old for that. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm older than he is. <laughs> and the only thing I did this past weekend was play FIFA because the new one's out. Oh, oh I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't played it yet. So but. so who, who's the best FIFA player on the team? Um, 
best. I mean, if I would play, <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. I have no chance. <laughs> I think Weezy is pretty good, and Danny. I think Danny is pretty good too. I haven't played Danny, but what's with Lima? That's what most people say is Lima. I think it's, it's Lima. Lima. Yeah. We, we need to like we need a section. We need to make a FIFA, FIFA tournament. tournament. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we definitely do. Oh, that's a, that's a record that's a thing. It, put it on Twitch. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we should do that. Phil says Phil's the best player. Shout out Phil. <laughs> oh, he's Amigo? definitely not. Yeah. No, he's maybe the best Fortnite player, but I don't. No, know No, Tog is the best Torga? Fortnite player. Oh, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Tog. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to. <laughs> um, so, um, who uh, we talked about food earlier? Who on the squad eats the most? Ooh. Who eats the most? I mean, when we're in Olive Garden, I'm eating the most breadsticks, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he, he barely touched all the other stuff. He yeah. just eat his breadsticks. Um. Most people say Juan Sanchez because he's a behemoth. Oh, of behemoth. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. How can we get about Sanchez? Ah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we think, forgot uh, Juan. I think uh, Juan Hernandez called him Gordo. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, think, I think we all call him Gordo now. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely Sanchez, man. <laughs> so whenever we're... So we've, we've had several away games now. Um, so yeah. what part of the bus do you guys sit in? So I'm in the back sleeping. <laughs> so um, if we are in the sleeper bus, um, actually in the middle part, we have a front part um, where the tables are, play, um, where we are playing cards. And um, then the middle, the middle part, part was 18 beds. Yeah. So I think we're like... How's the sleeper bus been? Because that's, new. that's yeah. new for CFC this season. I mean, for long trips, it's way better than like <laughs> on a normal bus. But it's bumpy. <laughs> it's bumpy. <laughs> it's a bumpy sleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's great it's to be great, honest. Yeah. yeah, because you 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 can rest, you can sleep. For example, you. I mean, we flew out to to Miami for the game. I think we had to wake up at two in the night or something like that. And um, you're awake the whole night actually. And um, with a sleeper bus, you just can lay down and sleep. And and actually, if you, if you if you're awake, you go in the front, and there's always some card games going on. And um, you're playing El Presidente yeah. or Uno. Unfortunately, we're yeah. not playing for money, but <laughs> it's still fun. <laughs> Max, you must like the wagers, making wagers and bets on things. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, does it get pretty competitive when you guys are playing cards? Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Nobody likes to lose. Doesn't yeah. matter in, in sports <laughs> yeah. or in cards or anywhere in life, I guess. Yeah. So with the sleeper bus, um, how do you think that has impacted the team dynamics this season? I think a lot because you're uh, like in such a tiny space together, and um, not only the sleeper buses, but all the away games. For example, also the San Francisco trip yeah. um, against Napa Valley. Um, I think that was huge for our team. Yeah, that was a nice trip. I mean, we spent like three or four days there, and before the game, we had a whole day. Like, I mean, we practiced in the morning, but then we had the whole day off, and we went with the whole team to the Golden Gate. Was part of the team to the Golden Gate Bridge and went to Pier Thirty Nine and Wow, yeah, do did like sightseeing. What was the, what was the score of that game? Uh, six zero, and then the, I'm pretty sure I saw on Instagram you guys saying Gaita. 
Yeah. On the yeah. <laughs> it, looked, it looked very lit. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. So um, earlier we talked about trash talking. Do you guys remember what the weirdest thing somebody has ever said to you while you've been on the pitch? Oh. Um, like Thomas Clark said, somebody called him a bird. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a shaved bird. A shaved bird, yeah. Shout out, Thomas. I mean, I don't know what some Spanish players are saying yeah, to me. Yeah, I don't know. understand them, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand them at all, so um, in English. Well, I don't really know. I mean, there are some German words, but... Um, yeah, or you translate them. <laughs> But I don't even remember in Germany, to be honest. Well, I think you, you don't talk trash. Maybe, yeah, so maybe maybe it's because I'm the nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think someone called me a goldfish. <laughs> a goldfish? <laughs> a goldfish. <laughs> because he was saying a goldfish is swimming from left to right in the glass. And then he forgot what he did before. So he was saying, I forgot like what was the score or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> that guy that guy needs to rethink everything <laughs> <laughs> or he's so many levels ahead of us yeah. <laughs> i may not just be able to comprehend that so. like in 10 years goldfish may be the best insult there is <laughs> i mean you have to see it like this it's still in his head so yeah yeah so it was, what, what did the guy call caleb that really got in his head a narcissist. Yeah, yeah. A guy a called narcissist. Caleb Cole a narcissist. Yeah, and he said he said he went, "Wow, am I am I actually a narcissist? <laughs> like, am I? What am I doing?" <laughs> I mean, someone called me a Nazi too because of German. Well, that's just rude. <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. a, that's like a cop out version of it. Like, okay, cl yeah, classic dude. Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let's segment into some non soccer questions. Yeah, are you so cool with that. So what is your guys, um, you know, your, um, your girlfriend is living here. Your girlfriend comes and visits. So what's your favorite Chattanooga place to take them on a date? For eating or for activities or? Uh, both. Mm. Or both. Yeah. Either. Um, for lunch or dinner, especially for dinner, I would say uh, Mayan Kitchen <laughs> in, in downtown. Yeah, this place is really good. I mean, the yeah. food is, I mean, actually, my girlfriend and I, we, ate uh, yesterday night and she got shrimps and I got steak and yeah, it was unbelievable. Did you get the Cherasco El Carbon? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that good stuff. It's so good. And for activities, um, really like to climb. I mean, we went to the climbing park today. High Point? High Point. Awesome. And yeah, we were just like riding with the chat bikes around and yeah, going to sports bar and going to the gym together. I mean, there's not too much stuff that you can do here in Chattanooga. It's more like about uh, adventures, especially mm -hmm. like in the summertime, going to creeks and do the waterfalls. Like, we spend a lot of time on the outside if we can. It's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we too. Like, we love we love to be out there and um, going to creeks. Um, also, like going just um, over the bridge to North Shore and hanging out in the Coolidge Park or. Um, renaissance renaissance park yeah, renaissance park. yeah is the other one um also f two weeks ago we went to mayan kitchen so <laughs> that's uh, our this place, place to, so good. See, to I, eat. I, it seems <laughs> like out my pipe, kitchen. pipe must just have an influence over everybody because that's his favorite place and i swear he tells everybody oh, juan told me i was I, uh i was influenced by nobody juan. told me to be fair 
I drove there by like one day and I heard like the Spanish music and I love Spanish music. So. <laughs> yeah, they, they do salsa dancing like every other Saturday yeah. or something like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. So I avoid that because I have two left feet. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to go because my girlfriend wants to um, go to salsa dance since we met, I think. so. Oh. Then she should get a new boyfriend because Marcus is not the best dancer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> And Shots also we fired. love Rembrandt's, uh, the coffee shop, Rembrandt's. Oh, yeah. uh, in, oh, in the yeah. art district. Yeah, yeah that's that pretty cool awesome. because you can sit outside. It's um, yeah. kind of chilly because of um, the tree and yeah, especially on hot days, that's, that's our place to go to. Have you guys been to the Italian restaurant that's right there, Tony's? Oh, no. No, it's never been. I saw it, yeah. but it's we haven't been good. there. You guys were talking about Olive Garden earlier. Yeah. <laughs> No, you need to get you next need to get Tony. And then yeah. the next level, if you really want to go somewhere, is Hummingbird on Signal Mountain. But hit me up, and Rachel and I will take you guys up there sometime. Okay. Yeah. If you I ever want to. Sounds good to me. That, there you go. So this just doesn't apply to date night, but what's your favorite place in Chattanooga to eat? Period. To eat? Yeah. Mm, my favorite. Dos Bros. <laughs> Shout out Dos Bros. Also, a way better than food. Chipotle. Sorry, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> and also, thank you for feeding our players. Yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah. Um, I love Dos Bros too. To be honest, um, I l I love Mayan Kitchen. I mean, yeah, um, good. the food there is great. I mean, it's more like it's more kind of really more like a date night thing. If you're yeah. going with your girl there, if you just want to grab some food, I think it's like Dos Bros or Tazikis is pretty good too. Like. Community pie is next to be to yeah. the apartments. Um, yeah. There's great pizza. Yeah, you guys yeah. need to go. You, I know you both really like um, Mayan, so you both need to check out um, Conga, which is, Where a, is this? El Salvadorian family. Um, it's right. It's on Main Street, across from like Alia and the Electric Bike Shop. We will have to go. We ha we got to take you guys places <laughs> for sure. Because it's yeah. it's like it's like Mayan <laughs> kitchen, but like a lunch version. Ah, so that's, that's cool. good. It's really good. It's it's. Oh, and we like Toto. Same. Toto. Oh, the sushi yeah. bar. Toto, yes, of course, Toto. <laughs> and you, I forgot about Toto. <laughs> They've got the, the, the lunch sun, buffet. Yeah, the Sunday night, fifty percent off. Yes. Yeah. In fact, the lunch, lunch, lunch buffet. Practice, yeah, after practice lunch for lunch buffet. buffet. Yeah. It's, it's great. very good. So oh, if great. if you guys um if you can't choose choose football or soccer, um what is your favorite sport that is not soccer? Um, for playing or for, for watching? Either. Watching, I would say it's um, American football or basketball. And playing-wise, it would be tennis. Oh, yeah. I, l I would love to play tennis, too. Um, Let's play for some lunch or <laughs> something. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> do you know a tennis court? <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I actually love pretty every sport kind of sports it's um i love playing volleyball um I have beach tennis, volleyball so beach fun. volleyball beach yeah um <laughs> what else <laughs> I, mean, uh, I for me i mean playing basketball handball actually everything um where there's a ball in yeah. um, in the game i love but i think handball is not popular in america isn't it no not not as much no but it is my favorite olympic sport to yeah, watch yeah definitely favorite i watched it's the fun last world yeah, cup because it for some reason fox sports got it and so i decided to watch and man yeah it, what um smitty was just making weird hand gestures <laughs> because they hold the ball and they fake people <laughs> yeah. out and it is it's incredible yeah, and it's, it's so, so intense yeah, too it's so, intense. so intense um so do you guys cook very much i know we've talked a lot about eating out to restaurants 
I cooked a lot before I met my girlfriend. <laughs> Now she's the chef in the kitchen. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try to cook sometimes. I mean, <laughs> I think we already know Max's answer. <laughs> um, I make a lot of pasta <laughs> 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 with uh, with chicken uh, I do a lot of barbecue I mean we have the grills downstairs so I just go down and do barbecue but yeah I'm gonna eat a lot outside of my apartment like in restaurants who so who's the uh, who's the best chef on the team like who can cook the best on the team Ruben and me oh okay nice not Marcus Andy Man, no, uh, <laughs> I, I got I, I got Ruben. I was uh, roomy with um, Ruben last year in West Palm Beach. Yeah, we played together, and we were the big chefs there over there. So that's awesome. So what's like your What's your special dish? We like um, what's the best dish that you cook? I love just to cook some um, quinoa with a curry sauce or something like that. Like pretty mm. easy to um, some vegetables and a curry sauce or. Um, some kind of sauce like a coconut sauce or something like that um i think that's that's the best yeah i love to cook um as well but it's i love just a simple dish like yeah like yeah. A good yeah me too dish. Yeah. don't complicate it yeah you don't need a million ingredients all right max what's your specialty dish <laughs> what's the best dish that you're spaghetti with tomato sauce <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, or a bagel. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> bagel with Nutella. <laughs> oh, I oh my that. gosh, I'd, I would probably eat that. Right <laughs> oh, for sure. No, I would say just pasta with pesto and grilled chicken. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't get much better than that. No. Um, so what's your favorite spot in Chattanooga to just chill? Um, uh, like I said before, I like I like the green parts um, over the bridge in North Shore, like in Coolidge Park or somewhere over there. I love it there. Yeah, I would say Coolidge Park too, or at the creeks. Doesn't matter oh, yeah. like which creek, but just as a creek. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them. Actually, I love the creeks more, to be honest. But it's hard to get to get there without yes. a car. Um, uh, so we have to pursue the um, the other guys that they want to go. Yeah. And <laughs> but go to a creek. I mean, the weather is <laughs> nice. So. Yeah. Do you guys go together, like as a group? Yeah, yeah a we're going a lot as a group. Yeah. Always like six, seven, eight. Yeah. Sometimes more people. It helps when you have Caleb. Yeah. Caleb, Caleb knows, exactly knows all the good spots. Oh, yes. And then he's snapping pictures the whole way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's doing pictures all over. Shout out Caleb and his photography skills. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your favorite uh, TV show or Netflix show? That's a question for you. I'm not watching that much, to be honest. I'm, I'm I don't, I don't I'm have I'm a the TV. Same way. I, don't ha I don't have a TV in my room. Um, on Netflix... I mean, it's changing so often as the TV shows. I, I love uh, La Casa de Papel or Prison Break. Um, I mean, there's coming new ones out like every second week or third week. So I always love a new one. But if I would have choose, I would uh, choose La Casa de Papel and Prison Break. Prison Break's a great show. I watched that. I haven't heard of the other one. What's that about? It's uh, Money Heist in, oh, okay. yes. in English. Yes, okay. Um, that's on my list to it's, watch. It's good. It's I've good. heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I love it. Um, I did watch Prison Break, so I guess this kind of shows how old I am. But I watched Prison Break whenever it was like coming out when oh. it was a new show. Yeah. Um. So we've got some fan questions for you guys as well. Yes. 
So, um, what's it like playing for Coach Bill Elliott? Um, what's it like playing for Coach Bill Elliott? Um, I love it because um, he has like we played actually the whole season with um, one system with a diamond in the center uh, in the midfield, and um, we like especially defensively everybody ha knew what to do and um you know your role um and i actually love to um to see both coaches together like bill and peter i think they they were awesome together like it's um they were so different yeah like, from personality wise but they were get along so good with each other And it was just like fun working every day on the field with both of them because they were so different and it was always fun and work and you could learn things from both coaches and different things but they both had the knowledge and the experience and they could teach you us a lot so it was great working with bill like over the summer and now working with coach fuller yeah so rumor has it that coach fuller is a little bit more interesting and he can get a little bit more intense in trainings so what's the what's the scoop yeah i would say that too i mean he can get pretty loud if he has to <laughs> but it's a good thing too i mean for us players in that moment we don't really like it but sometimes it has to be done and yeah he's pretty intense in certain ways but Oh, we had one really hard training session. Yeah. Do you remember it? When he made us run like... Yeah. <laughs> he was he was really mad and he let us run for, I don't know, a long time, actually. A long time. <laughs> we died after this. Like Some people were throwing up after this. But <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty intense. But like Max said, like sometimes you need to, know, you need to do something like that. And, uh, yeah. yeah. What I mean, did you guys do? Yeah, what did you guys do to make him so mad? We were playing shit, like <laughs> <laughs> playing shit and complaining a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, oh gosh! Yeah, we had we we didn't have our best day. Let's say yeah. like that. Yeah. Gotcha. So for our last, well, actually, before no? you go to the last, uh -oh. let's shout out. Um, there's another podcast uh, for CFC, and it's the Four Two Three Soccer Pod. These guys are really awesome. Um, great footballer who's one of the uh, hosts there chimed in, and he said, Max. How's the head? And Marcus, where do you like to play? So Max, you can go first. Um, my head is bad. I know my head is good now, I would say. Um, I got my, my jaw, I got it bruised uh, in, in the Michigan game and it was really painful for the three or four days after the Saturday. And I got my um, leg and my shoulder bruised too, but it wasn't like that bad like my jaw, but Right now, uh, I can still feel it a little bit, but it's good now, and I think I, I'm back on Saturday, I can play, and that always matters. That guy is so detailed in every po like por portion of the game when he watches and takes stats and looks at stuff, so mm -hmm. it's really cool. And Marcus, his question. Um, I like to play more in midfield, um, so um, I feel more comfortable there, but um, also, I mean, if I need to play outside back I, I like it too like i i love to play uh, to to be on the field and i i'm grateful for every every minute um, i'm on the field to be honest um yeah so there there are several different types of midfielders so what type of midfielder do you prefer to play 
um, number eight is that enough? Like, yeah. uh, like between the attacking and um, defensive uh, midfield, something like that. Box um, to box, more box attacking. To box. Yeah, yeah. Store, score goals and keep them from happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is this is our favorite question. Um, so, what is your guys? position on promotion and relegation in u.s soccer oh please do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course um i mean i think it's all over the world now right or i think australia maybe no, Aust australia is the same like in the u.s yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's so much more interesting i mean um the the whole year is is so much more interesting and and actually also every single game um because um you need to get these points and um i don't know for example if if you're out um after 20 games or if if the chances are not in, not there anymore to get to make the playoffs i don't know what are you doing it's yeah. it's it's boring actually and and i don't really like it that it's all about money here in the us i mean if you have the money uh you can buy yourself uh into a league and you can buy a whole new team and depends like how much money you have you can buy yourself into for example the usl championship and i think it's like stupid because they don't have tradition they don't have like the fans maybe th maybe they have the fans when they're coming but it's so different like working your way all the way up from the bottom into like the first the second leagues and have promotion relegation celebrating promotions and then It's the worst feeling when you get uh, relegated and you cry after this, but it's then the best feeling ever you have when you get uh, get a promotion. And I mean, it's it's just soccer. I mean, we grew up in Europe. I mean, it's all over the world that we have promotion and relegation. I mean, soccer without promo without promotion and relegation is not soccer. <laughs> yeah, I think the same. It's it it belongs to soccer. Yeah. It's it's part of soccer. It has to be, and um, they should change change it. In a very shortened version, we agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I concur. I mean, we have the leagues right now. We have MLS, USL Championship, League One, or NISA, and we can you can do it like with all those leagues, and then do the MPSL or PDL, uh, like the amateur league, where you can get promoted if you want. I mean, even if you win, like for example, the MPSL, it doesn't mean you have to get yeah. the promotion. Then, like the second or third team says, "Yeah, we want to get promoted," you can get promoted. It's the same like in Germany. If you're playing, for example, fifth or sixth uh, division in Germany, uh, or even fourth division, um, and you're winning the league, but you're saying, yeah, we don't have the money for that, then you're gonna stay in the fourth division, and then the second team, who's, for example, who has like the money, says, yeah, we we want the promotion, and then they're gonna get promoted. That's great. Yeah, that's great. We actually have it in Bavaria. Um, as for Pullach, I think they won three <coughs> years in a row, but they didn't want to. Um, to to get promoted to the next league because they said hey no we we don't have the um, financial background wow so um, just the next club get uh, gets up a league that's cool that makes so much more sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you guys have been awesome we're gonna wrap this up um, breezy likes to call it the Twitter sphere but if people wanted to find you on social media um, Marcus we can begin with you where would they where would they find you what is your tag um, at Marcus Sma twenty five. So yeah, um, that's that was Instagram. Twitter is at M Smarsock, and Facebook is just Marcus Smarsock. Um, 
How do you say the little button down uh, there? <laughs> <laughs> underscore. Underscore. Okay, it's at Max underscore Wilschrei. It's W-I-L-S-C-H-R-E-Y. And on Twitter, it's at Golgetter95. Awesome. Smitty, what about yourself? So it's at A Smitty Nose. Awesome. And you're not on Instagram, right? Nope. Awesome. Well, on Twitter, I am J underscore Buchanan. And on Instagram, I am at letter J. You guys have been awesome. We really appreciate you guys hey, coming. Thanks for having you guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. Awesome. So I guess that's the end, and we'll see you on the next podcast, correct? Let's do it. All right, see ya. Bye-bye.